How does one frame a masterpiece? If it's a painting, some wood and gold leaf will do. But what about a masterpiece of the edible variety? Like Boar's Head Oven Gold Turkey. Crafted from a family recipe, seasoned with savory spices and then slow roasted until it's fork tender and brimming with flavor. So, what could frame such a masterpiece? Perhaps a little bread would do. Boar's Head. Compromise elsewhere. Everybody, it's your man Head Crack, and this is the Dish Nation Podcast or Audio Boom. It's all the funny stuff for the TV show, but exclusively for your listening pleasure. Right here, we got the ATL team in the building. Clap it up one time. Yeah. Hey, y'all, it's Portia Williams, and we slay all day. Hey, what up? This your boy, Ricky Smiley, man. Hey, welcome to Dish Nation, and we got jokes. That's right. S-E-K-O-J, spelled backwards. Yo, yo, what up? It's your girl, the B-R-A-T-U-D. And you got Gary with the T here, baby, where everything is hot in my teapot. Now, that's it for ATL. Now over to L.A. What up? Thank you, Head Crack. I'm Frank Kramer representing the Left Coast. What's up, guys? It's Heidi Hamilton, and welcome to the Dish Nation party. Now that's our team. Now on to what you've already been waiting for. What you really want. Your show. Here it go. Dish Nation. Today on Dish Nation, we are all gold because we have to talk all about the Oscars, the biggest moments and surprises, including that eminent performance nobody saw coming. And of course, we'll dish about the fashion, who looked amazing and who looked a hot mess. And it's not just the Oscars today. Lori Harvey fights off a robber and Amber Rose gets a tattoo on her forehead. And there's one more award they forgot to give out last night, y'all. The Oscar for the shadiest TV host goes to Gary Neeson. I deserve this. Now let's start the show. Let's go. Hey, ATL, what's up, everybody? It's going to be a really good, exciting day because we have so much tea to sip on. Because, of course, the hostless 92nd Academy Awards, better known as the, the Oscars, Oscars uh, went down last night, filled with tons of jaw-dropping and surprising moments. So Janelle Monet kicked off the show and uh, had a very interesting performance, uh, singing Won't You Be My Neighbor, paying homage to the Oscar nomination. It started rough, though, it, i got to say. Did when, it? When she like took off her jacket to put on the sweater, like doing the whole Mr. Yeah. Rogers thing. Uh, that button burst. So well, almost, uh, there was almost a, a malfunction. Oh, really? I was like, Well, she was trying to pay homage to uh, the nominated film A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, and the lyrics she belted out, well, that was, well, I guess, the first shocker of the night. Take a look. It's time to come alive, because the Oscar is so wide. It's time to come alive. Oh, now let's go. Epic. No, Because it was so entertaining and fun yeah, to look at at the same right, time. Right. I was busy looking at that uh, like body in the in the tiger yeah, print next yes. to her too. <laughs> That was kind of a wink to Queen and Slim. That was, oh, they, yeah, were, so, they were doing so a reenactment. The so that's the thing. She had some of the uh, dancers dress as characters from Queen and Slim yes. and Dolomite ah. is my name. Uh-huh. Got snubbed, some of the right? films that got snubbed, yeah. Uh-huh. And so uh, she was later joined on stage uh, by Billy Porter, but towards the end of her performance, she... Uh, I thought that was Gary. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I know Gary can sing. Uh-huh. Why did anybody tell us Gary was going to be on the Oscars? That's a pretty big deal around here. Yeah. Her performance, uh, the end of her performance, she represented the women directors, LGBTQ crew, and Black History Month by shouting, We celebrate all women who directed phenomenal films, and I'm so proud to stand here as a queer black artist telling stories. Happy Black History Month. Okay. Okay. A black <laughs> queer artist. Yeah. yeah. Black. She was like. Okay, girl. Pots and pansexual awesome. at some point. Put it out. Yeah, she said she was something else. Well, yo. Also, Billie Eilish hit the stage to perform the in memoriam tribute, but nothing beats the surprise performance by Eminem, aka Marshall Mathers. That this dude showed up 18 years after his Oscar win for best original song for "Lose right. Yourself" from his film Eight Mile. Yo, wow. he took us all the way back to the trailer park with this one, and the reactions were pretty iconic. Take a look. Such a mixed bag. Billie Eilish, who always says that she's been afraid of Eminem since she was a child, and she looked like she was still afraid in real life. Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese looked like he needed some Eminems to give him a little sugar jolt to keep him shouldn't have let him come back 18 years later to perform that. He shouldn't have been able to do it. They could have given that time to Taylor it, Swift or somebody. I mean, Haley, should, Haley's like 27 years old now. Right. <laughs> it should have been a medley of songs that won that Oscar I category. agree with that. That's yeah. Yeah. They, they, they did that leading up to it. Yeah. And finally they landed on him. But it was out of place. That was awkward, It was too. out of place. Too it was weird. awkward. Yeah. And some of the women in the audience automatically put on their hard rapper face like, yeah. yeah. And they had like, shaven shout. face Eminem on the screen, yeah, yeah. and he was out there with the beard. So yeah. some people didn't know if it was Jesse Williams doing an Eminem <laughs> tribute or what. Like, or me. Busy. Some people yeah. right. brand that could have been Chewy Martinez. Yeah, but, uh, it's beard gang, beard husband. gang, baby, beard gang. I like it. I like it. Well, let's get into the winners of right. the night. Yes, history was made last night. Yes. The first time ever a foreign language film won Best Picture. Yes, I'm talking about Parasite, which is from South Korea. Yes, somewhere in Los Angeles right now, uh, Bong Joon-ho is chewing on some Domino's cheesy bread. Oh, he's hungover? <laughs> oh, yeah. He was like, sure. I'm going to drink until the next morning. I, and, love yeah. I was like, Z also took home Best Director and Best Original Screenplay. Yeah. That is That's absolutely huge. Love it. Uh, Laura Dern took home the Golden Statuette for Best Performance in you the Supporting Role. I said Laura Dern she would get it for Marriage Story. She is awesome. And after decades in front of the camera, Brad Pitt took home an Oscar. He's won before, but this is the first time he's won for acting for yes. best performance as an actor in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and we have a clip of his speech. Let's check it out. This is the second Oscar for Brad Pitt, his first for acting. They told me I only have 45 seconds up here, which is 45 seconds more than the Senate gave John Bolton this week. This is for my kids who color everything I do. I adore you. Thank you. 
My question here is, aren't his kids like too old to color? I mean, seriously. You're never too old to color. At some point. I color every day, Frank. Stop, put down the crayon. I thought that's what he said. I wasn't sure. What you thought he said? When he said color, I'm like, what do you mean? I thought he said that, but yeah. He didn't call his kids colored. Here's what I well, yeah, we can't forget to mention one of our favorites here who had us all at hello. Renee Zellweger won Best Performance by an actress in a leading role for her film, Judy. She was amazing. Yes, amazing. she was. And the award for Best Performance by an actor in a leading role was given to Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. He brought everyone to tears with his speech where he paid tribute to his late brother, River Phoenix. Take a look. When, when, he, was, when, he, was, when he was 17, my brother wrote, over this lyric, he said, run to the rescue with love and peace will follow. Thank you. That's a goosebump moment. That is a goosebump moment. You know, Joaquin has been crushing it in the speech department. Like, you know, because he always takes his time to say what needs to be said in the moment. Like, you know, yeah. when you talk about what he did at that recent awards, where he's talking about, like, equal pay at the BAFTAs. Right. You know, for everybody in the workforce. And then even, like, last night, like, this man, like, almost, you know, pretty much watched his brother die in his hands. You know what I mean? Right, right. So to, like, see this whole thing come full circle and him to bring another trophy and be as, you know, yeah. applauded and lauded as he is, man, shout to him. Yeah. But he ruined my bowl of cereal this morning, painting well, a picture of ripping calves away from their cow moms. He was, and they used their milk for our oh, coffee and cereal. You, I'm like, thanks, Joaquin. What did you like, use? Those these alphabets dry. Yeah, well, <laughs> he ended up just using his wife's breast milk. You gotta oh, use it. You gotta, you gotta do what we do in the hood for years and years. Use water, bro. Use water. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up, honey, we're going to take a look at all the horrible, <laughs> I mean, iconic Oscar <laughs> fashion that you don't want to miss right after the break. Dish Nation. Dish Nation. Welcome back to Dish Nation. Hey. Well, all right, baby, the Oscars were last night, honey, so it's time for another What the Fashion. Honey, and first up is Miss Billy Porter. Miss Porter flew in, baby, the red carpet, honey, with a gold feather top, honey, printed skirt, and lace-up heels. That's Birdman's. Yeah, oh. You can give me this top with some leather pants I wear. I don't think the skirt go with it, though. Uh, now, let me say this. Because we love Billy Porter. Yes, we do. we do. But now this girl is pushing it. I agree with you, Gary. Like, I, I'm all about self-styled expression, originality, individuality, all that good stuff. But it just seems like, hey, it gets to a point where we're not laughing with you, we laughing at you. Yeah. And I feel like they kind of crossed the threshold right there. I think he's playing a joke on us. I think he wants to see if y'all going to still say it look good. I don't know. Well, we just didn't say it, girl. <laughs> all right, now our girl Janelle Monet arrived in a Ralph Lauren hooded gown with the back open. It had 160. 68,000 crystals, what? which took over 600 hours to make, and it took four people to carry the gown to her. Oh, my God. I think she looks dope. Uh, she looks like a princess to me. I she... love this. And her body, her shape, it yes. fits the dress very well with the hood. I love this. She looks like Lil Silver Riding Hood. Lil Grey Riding Hood. Up next, honey, is Jane Fonda. Now, baby, this girl rewore gown, honey, she originally wore to the 2014 Cannes Film Festival. But last night, instead of her trademark light brown, Hair, she had an elegant gray pixie cut. This girl rewore her gown. Yes, but she is about preserving the environment, so she's um, wearing some of her clothes to show you. You don't have to keep buying new stuff. So we could do that then? No. Yes. Six we, years have gone by. It don't matter. Like, come on, when you wear something to the Oscars or Academy Awards or something like that, you can't repeat. You can't wear that. Thank you just you can't, can't wear that. Brand. You just can't no, wear that. Don't thing wear that. Wrong You're right, Brad. Yeah. 
you You're just right. can't. All right, now check this out. Since the nominees for Best Director were all men, Natalie Portman used her red carpet look to acknowledge some of the women who were snubbed. Now, she wore a black and gold dress, but it was a black cape that had the names of the female directors embroidered on it. I love it. I, I love, love it, too. It. She made a statement in a very, very classy way. Yes. It yes. looks so good. It does. It's very classy. Yes. It's subtle. It's kind of like the rap game. People use subliminals sometimes. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, and people true. had to really figure that out. Like, who are those names? Oh, right. Yeah, Make them work for it. Gorgeous. Well, next is Julia Butters, the 10-year-old star of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She wore a ruffle pink dress that she designed with Christian Siriano. But the best part, y'all, is that she brought a turkey sandwich in her purse because she <laughs> said she does not like the food at the award shows. I know I'm that's right, Yeah, I hope she didn't warm purse. it up and put it in a little piece of plastic because then the bread going to be melting into the, you know, the, mm -hmm. the cheese. She should have did like a whole little yeah. lunch in the pack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something called. Like now this last one is more like why the fashion. Uh -oh. Now she had the whole internet wondering why was she there, honey? And that's <laughs> Black China, honey. Mm, she yes. showed up in a very low-cut black velvet gown with a thigh-high slip. Y'all can ask why she there all y'all damn want, but she looked like she belonged there. Okay, baby. she, she killed it hard as people that was supposed to be there. You got that right. Is that the new pose on like your leg fits to hold you up as a, a, it's, a it's, She's head, giving you angles. She's giving you leg this way so you can see how that split cut. Oh. And giving you breasts and oh. in the middle. Ain't nothing like a little side, baby. Oh, <laughs> and the like don't from the side. Okay. That's a big butt to hold all that fabric up like that. Yeah. One time for the side don't. Okay. <laughs> well, speaking of Black China, her former BFF Amber Rose has us asking tattoo or tattoo? Now, over the weekend, a video popped up on YouTube for the L.A. shoe store Cool Kicks, and a video featured Amber and her boyfriend Alexander Edwards shopping for shoes, but that's not the interesting part. The video shows Amber's new tattoos honoring her son Sebastian and her new baby Slash. Now, the tattoos say bash and slash, and then cursive right in the middle of her forehead. So this is real? I thought it was just like a fake tattoo or something. I was hoping it was a fake tattoo. Like literally, yeah. it from afar, it looked like she just kind of did her baby hair or squiggled some right. fake baby hair. Right. I even licked my thumb and rubbed it on <laughs> the computer screen, hoping that it would come off. She pushes the envelope, but I would have to say a tattoo. Yeah, I'm going to return the envelope to sender and say tattoo as well. I yeah. think I even would have liked it if it was like starting here. Yeah, just but the right, right across, across like I don't know. Plate. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all, up next, Lori Harvey has car trouble, but it's worse than just a dead battery. We'll explain after the break. Dish Nation. Dish Nation. Welcome back to Dish Nation. Well, y'all, it looks like Lori Harvey is having an eventful 2020. Okay. Word is she almost got carjacked for her Rose Royce Cullinan in an apartment complex here in Atlanta a few nights ago. Now, according to the police report, Lori was grabbing some things from her truck when the carjacker jumped in the driver's seat of her SUV. Well, y'all, Lori uh, started thinking like a man and began to tussle with the man to stop him from driving off. Oh, my but God. luckily, she remembered that she had the car key, which prevents it from starting, and she was able to walk away unharmed. Uh, now, the thieves weren't able to get the Rolls Royce or drive away in it, but they did manage to steal a duffel bag with some clothing in it. Now, what do y'all think about this? Because she walked away real damn calm. Very calm. 
First of all, how he, well, he, he was on the side of the car. Right. Well, he was on the side. On the opposite so side. He was, oh, he just knew Laura was going to come in, park right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just came from the side. She got out of that beautiful Rolls Royce truck and just walked to the back, and then he came and got in the car. Right. And she walked away. I don't no, like no, that walk No, no, we came and got in the car. She fought him for a second, trying to pull him out, right? She fought him twice. And then she, then he, I guess he pushed her off, and then she came back and tried to fight him some more. Then she was like, oh, f- and then she just walked away with her phone very slow, yeah. like she wasn't. I mean, and the other car, car was very courteous had, to like, let her go by, too. Right. Did you just yeah. not have a fight with somebody that's trying to steal your car? I would be like, oh my God. <laughs> Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? And I would, I would have been panicking, and, soon, and as soon as I saw the other car, I would have known, okay, they're about to block me in. Exactly. And I actually, my first thought wouldn't even have been, he's Run stealing my car. For it would have been, he's going to steal me. They sex trafficking people. They do exactly. all kinds of stuff. I would have never approached this guy. Never. I'm glad she got away, but this was dangerous. Wait, like, what if he would have had a gun? Like, what? I don't... But she was probably calling her daddy Steve, because you remember when she got in that car wreck when she turned over that uh-huh. car? She just walked, they said she Called her, a lot of people online are saying that it's staged. They saying that this might be another. Uh, what's his name? Jesse Smollett. Yeah, oh, they y'all say, don't yeah, they say, yeah, they, but, but Brad, they, they like say one. they don't think this is real. But the Academy calls say, honey, she's gonna get a razor head crack. We're supporting actress. Well, moving on, looks like it's a wrap for this R&B singer and his wife, man. According to multiple reports, Neo and Crystal Smith are reportedly headed to divorce courts, not the TV show. Oh, now the pair haven't confirmed the rumors, but fans are speculating. Elaine is definitely trouble with the couple based on an IG post that Crystal shared with a photo of her in a white dress with the caption, it takes grace to remain kind in cruel situations and you can't buy that. Mm. Well, at Damn. least it sounds like it's going to be an amicable divorce. Split, yeah. yeah, she ain't going to like me going on Instagram going crazy. Well, she said she's going to be classy about it. Oh, she's going to be classy? That's what she said. Oh, okay, well, good. I feel bad, though, honey. I mean, because like they say, the same way you got him, that's how you're going to lose him. And Paul Moniella, honey, she was a faithful honey, um, fiancé to um, Neo. Mm. But I and, thought that Moniella and him were broken up when he got with Miss Crystal now. Um, they might Don't be the breakup, that. right? We never know. Um, you got to give him a little benefit of the doubt. He is like the gentleman. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, he took his old wedding ring. He now uses it as a pinky ring. Every time I see oh, them, they look happy. Kids. She just had yeah. a baby not long well, ago. Well, got two, too. Are you Manyatta's attorney? <laughs> yeah, I like Manyatta. <laughs> Up next, Heidi, Frank, and Chewy tells us what hot celeb debuted his model girlfriend at the Oscars. We'll have the details after the break. Dish Nation. Welcome back to Dish Nation. Yes. All right. If you're a Leo DiCaprio fan, here's what you know about Leonardo DiCaprio. He he doesn't date anybody over 25. Damn. And, uh, yeah, I guess. And he does change girlfriends very quickly. At the drop of a hat, you might say. I'm with that, too. See, if you're with this, it it, it seems that our boy Leo might be... uh, Throwing in the towel. Settling down. Settling what? Down. Come Hell on, no. Here's why. Uh, he took his current girlfriend, no surprise here, 22 years old. Mm. Uh, her name is Camila Maron. Good job. He took her to the Oscars as his date. Why is this a big deal? Because he usually goes to award shows either solo or he takes his mommy. But not this year. He took Camila. Yo. So the last time that he brought a girl to the Oscars was Giselle Bundchen, and that was 15 years ago. So another rumor is it thought that he's going to marry this girl? It's a wrap, yo. I mean, not, not when Brad Pitt is newly single. But, I mean, yeah. can you imagine those two being wingmen for each other? I don't know. I That's insanity. Because, see, now think about it. Brad Pitt was... Scooch gl- over, Maverick and Goose. Brad- These two were awesome <laughs> wingmen. What's the youngest you guys would go if you were single? This is an odd question. Uh, what? It's, just, uh, it's a legit question considering the story we're doing. What's the youngest you would go? I, I, 
Uh, probably <laughs> legal. Uh, legal. Eighteen, Frank. Well, fifteen in South Carolina. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. So Leo's 45. She's 22. He's old enough to be her dad. Ooh, daddy. What? But she's as old as my daughter. Wow. Would you be okay with your 22-year-old daughter dating Leo? Do you bring Leonardo DiCaprio? Hell yeah. <laughs> you I'd feel like, like you're king yeah, of the I'm world. Like, hold, I'm like, hold me, Leo. Hold me. <laughs> Thanks for checking out Dish Nation on Audio Boom. Make sure you listen to any episodes you may have missed. They're right down below or maybe they're over there. Just, just scroll up. Look, you'll find it. If you like what you heard, share it with your friends. Even share it with your enemies. Either way, share it. My name is Sharzad Kiade. I'm a Gemini pescatarian, a mom of two wild little boys. I'm Susan Yara. I'm a mom of two also. This morning, I went to the bathroom alone. I woke up at five, put my boob in her mouth, and then she took a dump. Because that's what she uses me for. <laughs> that's what you're going to hear a lot of our stories and experiences in our crazy journeys to motherhood. It's fam for all moms, not for all dads, not fathers and moms, for all moms. It's going to be a good old time. You guys are going to want to stick around. Promise. So subscribe. 